Welcome back to Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. It's your boy, Tricky, alongside Katie Katie, Naked Lady. What's up, bitches? We're back. It's been two weeks. Our holiday specials, our holiday episodes got a little derailed uh, in the past couple weeks. Just condensed into one or two. It's been a very fucking crazy couple weeks. You want to explain why? Um, we bought a house. And it took forever to paint and move. Is that is that is that enough explanation? I guess so. Yeah. It took forever. To what? To, to move? Fin- yeah. To, yeah. You. Katie's just like, oh, we'll be fine. Let me just go at my normal pace. Oh. Well, there were a couple other extenuating factors, but I ain't gonna bring that shit up on the, the podcast. You know, life life happens. Shit happens. Uh huh. And in conjunction with you know planned shit. Makes the plans kind of go derailed. What do you want me to fucking say? I did my best, okay? Mm-hmm. As you pick your nose. Um, hey. My God, stop moving. <laughs> sorry. Jesus. I'm sorry. Let me just move all this stuff <laughs> as we start. I'm not going to move it before we start. I'm just going to move all this stuff as we start. Well, it wasn't in my way until I decided to get situated. You know, and I even, here, for everybody listening, what did I ask you before that we started? Did I ask, are you ready? Are you, basically meaning, are you situated? Are you ready? And I was, and then I changed my mind last minute. Do you not know me? You're so annoying. Yes, I am. Well, anyway, welcome back to Offended. We're back, I guess. Um, so yeah, we were supposed to do... A bunch of Christmas episodes. That's obviously not happening. This is going to come out Thursday. It's recording this on a Wednesday. I'd rather put this out on Christmas Eve than rather than um, Christmas, you know? And, um... Oh, all right. So, yeah. I just paused it because I asked somebody a question and nobody responded. It's like I'm doing this podcast by myself, Katie. I'm going to call you out. Sorry. What was your question? Go ahead. I don't even remember anymore. Okay, cool. Let's move on. All right. Okay. Let's move on. Let's just get in the face and heel of the week because you fucked up my momentum. You fucked up everything. Again, welcome back to Offended. It's like we never fucking left. This is why we haven't recorded for two weeks. Oh, my God. You want me to go first? Sure. Uh, My heel of the week are people who hate Christmas and the holidays. The or if you fucking, or if suck. you're grinchy, if you're grinchy, that's fine. Just keep that shit to Here, yourself. My heel of the week is the holidays. That's my heel. I hate the fucking holidays. Everybody sucks. I hate everybody. So you're basically the heel of the week for me. That's fine. If you don't like it, that's cool. But like, don't grinch my shit up. Okay, this is the reason why I hate Christmas, and I've said this a bunch of times on here. The people, the driving on the, during the holidays is a fucking nightmare. People are fucking idiots during the holidays. Big corporations just want you to spend money, and I think it's fucking hilarious that, like, restaurants and stuff get shut down, but you can go get jam-packed in a fucking store for the holidays. That's okay. We drove past a Walmart today, and it was like, there wasn't an empty spot in the parking lot. It's ridiculous. Like, this is all, it's all bullshit. It's just corporations want to make money, they control the fucking world, but hey, can't go eat inside a restaurant right now, but you can go fucking have a thousand people in one store at the same time. 
that's my fucking heel. The hypocrisy and the inconsistency in this government is my fucking heel in, rea- in reality. Um, but hey, my face might be Donald Trump. I don't know. <laughs> it's so weird. Well, fuck. What if? The, hey, it's the if twenty twenty can't get any fucking weirder. You got Donald Trump now. That's like you know what. The people aren't getting enough money. Let's give them more money. I'm not going to sign this until they get more money, okay? And it's like, actually, thank you, Donald Trump. That's actually, we all agree with you, like, for right. the first time ever. There's a, a Missouri Senator, Josh Hawley, and he's super conservative, super Christian, super, I don't know. I disagree with almost everything he says. And this motherfucker is out there being like, Working with Bernie Sanders and trying to get a decent stimulus package. I'm like, who? The, where the fuck have you been the last couple right. of years? Right. Like, I guess thanks for being decent on this, you know. Right. But it's like he's like one of the ones that's getting made fun of for. Uh, he technically doesn't even live in Missouri right now, but he's a Missouri senator, right. and his he's like building like a multi million dollar. I don't know. It's right. a and it's a whole thing. And all you fucking dirty hipsters that were so happy to see like Midwestern shut down and wheelhouse and start bar shut down. You guys are the biggest fucking hypocrites in the world. If you wanted those bars shut down and yet you went out and celebrated Joe Biden winning the presidency. And I, I'm a Joe Biden fan, but fuck, I, I'm not a fucking hypocrite. Like, don't try to get something shut down because you disagree with, like, people going out and, like, partying. But when you go out and party, and especially if you still go to a dive bar, which I've seen most of you do and you know who the fuck you are, you're just as big of a hypocrite as everybody else. That's my two cents. And especially to our dumbass fucking mayor here in St. Louis. Let's shut down those three bars. But, hey, Fox Sports Mid- uh, Midwest or Fox Sports uh, Live, whatever it's called, Ballpark Village... They can have 100 people. They can have 300 people in there and nobody says a fucking word. And then post about it on social media. Yeah, and then they're still having a fucking New Year's Eve party that you can buy Are tickets really? to. Yes. But mm. that's okay. But let's worry about the other three bars right now still. It's a fucking <laughs> joke. It's a fucking joke. So is that your heel? Are we on your face? or That's, that's all my heels. Those are all my heels. <laughs> My face is that hockey is officially back on January 13th. It's finally agreed. It's official. Hockey is back. Even though the Blues are in the Pacific Division, I don't even care. Hockey's back. Uh, They released the schedule today. A lot of back-to-back games. The season's going to feel like a fucking playoff matchup all season long. It's going to be great. It's going to be very hard-hitting. I'm very worried there's going to be a lot of injuries this that, year, though. That was going to be my question is, do you think it's going to be okay with the players injury-wise? We'll, we'll, figure, we'll find out. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot more fights this year. Because it's going to be just so heated? You play the same teams the entire season this year. You don't play like outside of your division this year. Oh, so they're just going to have a lot of drama. Yeah, so you play the same team, I think, eight times. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, That's a lot. And we have... I want to say seven or eight teams in our division. So we play the same team like that many times. What sucks though, what really sucks about this is getting moved to the Pacific division is that we won't play Chicago or Nashville at all this year. What? Yeah. That's what, yeah, that's what we've all been saying. Oh, we that's got moved. stupid. We're playing teams all the way out in the West coast. Like oh, that's stupid. Yeah. Is that just for this year? That's just, yeah, just for this year. But it's, Still doesn't make any sense to me. I think the Blues. I think it's a missed opportunity. I think it's a fucking huge missed op- 
opportunity on the NHL's part, uh, you're going to lose the Chicago-St. Louis rivalry, and you're going to lose the St. Louis-Nashville rivalry, and you had a chance now to even restart the Detroit-St. Louis rivalry, and you're not even going to do that, and I think it's I think it's just a major, 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 majorly missed opportunity by the NHL here, and I don't even know, but I guess like the way they kind of explained it on Chicklets, it kind of sort of made sense. We were kind of we were kind of the last team that's closer to the West than everybody else was, so we just got the short end of the stick. Even Bissonette was like, "I don't really like that St. Louis is, has to travel that far for every away game now." That's horrible. Yeah, they should have restructured that a little bit better, right. but. But congrats to uh, Ryan O'Reilly on becoming the 23rd captain in the St. Louis Blues history. Congratulations, everybody. I think I think every hockey fan in the world saw this coming from a mile away. As Ryan Whitney said on Spit and Chicklets yesterday, uh, the sun comes up. There's there, there, let me rephrase this. <laughs> Ryan or, uh, R.A. on Spit and Chicklets goes, we got some major news here on Spit and Chicklets. Ryan O'Reilly has been named the captain of the St. Louis Blues. And Whitney cuts him off. He goes, well, you know. The sun rises at 6 o'clock in the morning and the sun sets at 4 p.m. at night. Tell me something that we all didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, no shit. Who else was going to be their captain? Like, I think that's a, a good choice, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, who else would it have been, though? Like, not Tarasenko, right? It's crazy. I think he Tarasenko was probably the runner-up. Actually, I think Alexander Steen was the runner-up. And happy retirement to Alexander Steen. Um, hope uh, everything's okay with your back. Um, what a shitty way to go. I know. Apparently he was having trouble like getting in and out of his car. Like it got that bad. Like he would just lock up like, well, at least there's like a get surgery and, uh, be done with that. And they asked him, they asked him, they said, um, with you were offered like a front office role with an NHL team. Would you be interested? And he goes only with the blues. This is my team. Oh, that's really because he started with us, right? No, he got traded to us three years into his uh, right. I'm career. sorry, he's yeah. but he's been with us for the majority yeah. of his career. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, a lot of people think, and I'm actually one of them. I actually do kind of believe that if he didn't retire, it would have been between him and O'Reilly for the captaincy of the Blues. Not Tarasenko. No, I don't think Tarasenko really wants it. Um, I do think Tarasenko was the third like runner up. Um, I don't know. It's just like Ryan O'Reilly is such a leader, and you, I think you see it. I think you see it more on and off the ice compared to like Terrence. Don't get me wrong; Terrence does a lot of stuff outside of uh, hockey. But he just wants to be a teammate, right? Okay. Um, but yeah, hockey comes back soon. I can't wait for it. The World Juniors start up on Christmas Day. We talk about a fucking Christmas present for all of us. We get hockey on Christmas Day. Um, I can't wait for that. So I wonder what's going to be playing at your family's house yeah, all day. USA, USA. Yeah, those are my. That's my face in the week. What's your face? Uh, my face is Christmas music, but it can't be enjoyed until fucking Thanksgiving. For all you fuckheads out there, we had a radio station that tried to play Christmas music all year round. Fuck them. Can't yeah. do that. Speaking of Christmas music, today we will have uh, our top twenty Christmas songs for us. I actually have extra. I do. I have honorable mentions also. Oh, but see, this is the first time I've had honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yep. Yeah, um, we have top 20 Christmas songs today, and those were your face and heel of the week. So weird that we're not, because we're, 
kind of doing a little shorter episode, I feel like, today. I say that, and I feel like we're going to get into the Christmas thing, and it's just going to take forever. So before we get into our uh, next thing, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor, boys, the Anything But Credible podcast. Let me restart that, because the volume was too low. Blooper! Let's go again. Here we go. Well, hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible podcast, a.k.a. the ABC pod. Fellas? Holla. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created, aside from the offended podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. Great. Keith? Uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for me. Quarter Russia wants you to believe in real. real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod and Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then and shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. Before we get into our top 20 uh, Christmas songs by us, in our opinions. Um, <laughs> this is a funny way to phrase that. Oh, was it? Yeah, was it, funny? it, was. it was I want to talk about, real quick, uh, what was your, like, I want to talk about Christmas presents. Because this year I feel like the biggest Christmas present that I feel like a lot of people are trying to get their hands on is a PlayStation 5. Um Oh, yeah. My boss even had me trying to get a PlayStation 5 for him. That's what I was, like, paid at work to do one day, mm-hmm. is to sit at in the waiting room at Walmart to try to get a fucking PlayStation 5. Yeah, I mean, that's on my... That's, that was my number one thing I asked for this year from Santa Claus, because he's real, you fucking marks. Um, he fucking is. The spirit of Santa Claus is so real. I got a question. Do you think it's, like, kind of crazy... Um, uh, if any parent, hold on, if, before I ask this, if any parents are listening to this and your kids are in the room, tell them to go away for a second or turn it off for like five minutes, okay? I don't want to spoil anything that like, Santa is real! Um, But anyway. Santa is real! <laughs> oh, if somebody was listening to that and you have your kids listening to this, shame on you. Don't let your kids listen to this show, you fucking idiot. That's what you get for having your kids listening to this show. Second of all, I don't care. Third... Is it kind of crazy that, like, the image of Santa Claus is, like, barely 100 years old? No, it's not. Because, I mean, you think about, like, media, media, any form of media. This is kind of like our Frankenstein conversation. It is. But, like, any form of media, whether you're talking music, like, recorded music, recorded film, photography. Right. That's 100 years old. Like, there's not stuff that's older than 100 that's, like, actual, like, I guess you could say paintings. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, that, you know, in song, like actual song, like that you pass down from generation to generation. But no, like photographs are 100 years old. Like that's crazy to think about. Look but... at this graph! <laughs> no, but Santa is actually a pagan thing too. Um, it's part of the pagan religion. Do you know where the image of Santa Claus was created from? I do not. Coca-Cola. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh? I'm not surprised. No. That's what I'm saying. Isn't it kind of weird like how shit came about like back in the day? Yeah, it's kind of cool, though. And, okay, here's my second... So, okay, but oh. here, hold on. My last thing about that. So, before, like, Santa Claus, how did you give gifts? 
what was like the thing for kids? What was the thing for kids to believe in? Was it Jesus is going to come and show up and just? I don't even know. I think a hundred years ago, um, it was like the Great Depression. Well, he's not going to go to gay people's houses. It was like the Great Depression. Um, so I don't think that there was Christmas. I think Christmas was a Jesus holiday. <laughs> You're just going to ignore my comment. Well, yeah, no, fuck, fuck the gay people. I guess I'm kidding. I'm just saying that because we had a conversation about the stupid fucking Salvation Army. I've seen so many memes. Where it's like I'm gay. Bye. <laughs> it's like dodging the Salvation Army. Fuck the Salvation Army. Yeah, fuck, fuck them. Fuck Chick Fil A. We're just sorry. I'm all fucking riled up about Christians hating queer people and. It's so it's so fucking stupid. So stupid. But anyway. Um... <laughs> What were you saying? Little baby rant. Um, uh, what was I saying? Oh Isn't no! Jesus is the reason for the season. Um, <laughs> is what most people who are super Christian say, and that's what I. I don't think that Christmas was as big of a presence thing as it was a hundred years ago as it is today. I think it was more like go to church, be thankful for what you have. Here's a dinner to celebrate. And then Santa Claus came and was like, here's presents, motherfuckers. I heard before Santa Claus, it was Hulk Hogan that would come down your chimney, brother. Make everybody his brother and then go back away. We wouldn't even leave presents. He would just rip off his t-shirt and throw it at your face. Oh, my God. You're so annoying. (laughs) And then he would eat all the vitamins and say all the prayers for you, too. Make sure you take your vitamins and say your prayers, brother. Brother, brother, brother. I don't even know how you how I'm supposed to respond to that. You don't. You stupid twat. What did we What did we start this conversation on? What was your Okay, what was your favorite Christmas present? Oh, honestly, and I know this sounds really dumb, but I don't. I think I got like a bike one year, and that was like the highlight of my fucking Christmas. But I think I enjoy more like the waking up being excited for santa like that to me is like the biggest gift my parents could have ever given me is waking up and being so excited and being so because i think i got a laptop one year from mom and dad or from santa i'm not sure and it's like it was cool like yeah but it's like the anticipation of it is the best oh look at you getting all sentimental that's how i am sentimental about fucking christmas fuck you no fuck you and i was actually never told that santa um you know, was invented. Uh, the spirit of Santa lives on, and if you say you don't believe in Santa, you don't get shit in my house. Just so you know. Okay, well, glad that lame answer's done. Um, my favorite gift for Christmas, because my family loved me and actually got me presents, was on <laughs> God! You act like I was like a poor well, child or actually, something. Um, one of the ones I remember, like, specifically was getting an iPod for Christmas. Like the one like the ones you have to like roll your thumb around. The clicker iPod? Yeah. I remember getting those because um back then when you had CDs you had to import all of your CDs you into did. uh the, iTunes. Yeah. And I spent the entire rest of Christmas sitting in my room importing every C D I had into there so I can put it on my iPod. Did your iPod have enough room for all the CDs? Yeah, and actually, I had enough room to where I started downloading more music off LimeWire than after that, and, and, then, and then my computer died. And then your iPod got a STD. Yeah. Um, trying to think of anything else. I'm drawing a blank right now. I want to. I know there's a home video, so I think about this a lot for some reason. 
You ever do you know what the uh, like the Mandela effect is? Where like you think something happened and you believe that something happened, and then when you go back and look at it, it never existed, it, like, or it didn't exist in the way that you thought it did. Right? Yeah. Like uh, like tricks. Like when we were kids, I always thought tricks were like the shapes of fruit. Right. Right. And now, like, when you uh, look at them now, it's just, they're just little pebbles. But no, they were the shapes of fruit. No, they weren't. They, they never, were! No, they never were. This was the this is one of the Mandela effects. No, I think it's aliens. No, you no, you want to know what it is? Because silly rabbit tricks are for kids. When you grow up, you don't see the shapes anymore. That's what I believe. <laughs> yeah, mine fucked you there, didn't I? So get on with your Mandela effect for your... Childhood. Okay. I swear there's a home video of me like waking up and I want to say I was like a five or six years old. And there, I mean, it was the largest amount of presence I think we've ever had. And I remember talking about this like with my family and how crazy it was. And there was like a present that my uncle couldn't open. So he started like just jumping on it and like sitting on it because like they couldn't get the wrapping apart. Like everybody tried and they could not get the wrapping off. Like it, there's a, I remember like, my mom and my uncle, like, pulling at it to get it, like, out, and it would not come out. I remember this. I watched these home videos, and it's not there. And when I bring it up to my family, they have no recollection of it. This sounds like a dream. No, it this does. happened. I promise you this happened. I'm going to rewatch. I haven't watched them recently. I'm going to rewatch all these home videos again just to find that fucking moment and be like, there it is is i know it's real i know it existed but uh, there's a crazy amount of like mandela effects like out there and like one i think it's called the mandela effects because people like legitimately thought nelson mandela like died like in the early 90s and he actually didn't pass away till like in the mid like 2000s yeah i was gonna say it wasn't too long ago yeah like, like crazy amount of people thought he died in like 92 like crazy amount of people there's a whole like watch mojo list of the mandela effect and how like and i watched them there's a few of them i didn't know about and there's like three of them I'm like holy shit what <laughs> like no fucking way like like i totally like fell for it it's crazy it is crazy the brain the mind does crazy things mm-hmm. you know like deja vu they say it's just your brain having a relapse it's like your brain lived it right. and then paused and reset and you're like oh shit that's so weird it that's is so weird um, you want to hear about another cool gift I loved? Sure. So my favorite gift ever, not my favorite gift ever, but one of the most memorable ones. Actually, I have two. It was the same year. Um, the Bop It. Uh, played that for fucking hours. And then we had this. I hate, I hate Bop It. Oh, my so God. Much. I love Bop It. I love the Bop It and the Bop It with the five thingies with the spin it and all that. Have you seen the SNL skit where they're like, they play Bop It, but it keeps going, pull it. Pull it. Yeah. Pull it. And he's like, I, it's not doing anything else. He's like, pull it. Pull it. Pull it. Pull it. Oh, God. Pull it. I, th- I want to say it's like Andy Samberg or like Beck Bennett doing it. And like somebody who's whoever's doing like the toy is keeps pulling it. He's like, oh, this, this, this toy's disgusting. Like. I love Bop It. And then we also bought this. Um, oh, I don't even know what it was called. My dad just brought it up this weekend, too. It was literally. Like two metal, um, it was like a maze between two metal bars, a very small metal bars, and you had to run um, a metal stick between the metal bars, but you had to wear something on your head, and if you touched the metal bars with the stick, then it would shock your head. 
It was called like Shocker or something. That sounds miserable. Oh my god, it was so funny because we Fuck. made my whole family play it. That's the game I wanted to get for Christmas this year. I forgot. I just remembered. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, but the game where like everyone holds like a like a thing that just shocks you. Oh yeah, yeah, it's like that. But it's but... like the first person, like it makes a sound or whatever, and it's like. And you have to like let go of your thumb or something on it, and like whoever's the first person to do it doesn't get shocked, and everybody else gets shocked. Yeah, shocking is fun, but yeah, it was it literally this was a game for like ten year olds, so I don't know how smart that was, but it was like uh, the game of Operation, but you had to put the the shocking thing on your head and on your arms. It was so funny. <laughs> Remember, uh, I got one Christmas story before we get into our. Our game. We're gonna play a game before we get in the. That top has nothing songs. to do with Christmas. It has nothing to do with Christmas, but I want to play it. Uh, your mom actually bought it for us for as a Christmas present for the podcast because she knows we're dirty. Yeah, um, I just think that's hilarious that your mom bought us like a game to play on the show because it's a dirty game. It's a very dirty game. I just think that's hilarious. Like, so thank you, Chris. Um, <laughs> thank you, mom. But uh, you know the game left, right, center. Yes. Okay, so. Back in the day, back in the 90s when I was a kid, my family used to have a huge Christmas party on Christmas Eve every year. Like, was that this was at like, the restaurant? No, this was at Mary Jo and Steve's house. Oh. They used to have a huge Christmas Eve party every year with people from Garvey's like, that would come over. There would be, always be like, like 30 to 50 people there, always. It was and the that ti- it, their house isn't tiny, but... No, it was my, it was, God, I wish, I wish we still did something like that. Cause it was just so much fun. Um, even as a kid, I remember how much fun it was. So I can't imagine how much fun it was for everybody else, you know, that got to actually do fun things and stuff. Yeah. Be a part of conversations. Yeah. Um, and every year we would play left, right, center. And I remember the first year that we played it, I was like, I had to have been seven or eight years old when we played it. Like one of the first years that we played it. Now, it had to have been around there because Jerry Maguire came out in 96, maybe 97. Mm-hmm. All right. So you'll get what I mean, why I brought up Jerry Maguire in a second. Uh, during that like first year of playing, we would play two or three games a night or of Christmas Eve. And we'd all like 20 people, 30 people around the table with three ones. So at the end... It's a decent amount of money. It's like a hundred bucks. It's about let's see, thirty, sixty. Maybe if you have thirty people, it's thirty bucks right there with one. Sixty with two and ninety probably. So that's yeah, what, that's about a hundred bucks. I do math faster than you. It's okay. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Um, on like the last game that we played, I won as like a little kid. I was the I beat everybody else. Were you the only little kid at this party? Yes, I was the only little kid. Because at the party. your mom was young and Yeah, well my mom lived there. Right. So I no, had to it be wasn't there. like a kid party. Right. No, it was not a kid party at all. You were just the kid that had to be there. Yeah. But everybody loved me. Like I remember I remember being a kid and like everybody wanted to like play with me and like play like a video game with me or like play with the wrestlers or whatever. Like nobody like I feel like it's we we live in such a different time now where like everyone's like, Okay, get the kids away, go go away, go over there. And it's, like, I don't know if that has to do with, like, technology and, like, the media and, like, everything like that. But I just remember back in the day, or just people were just that much laid back back then. But I just remember back in the day, like, it was fun to be around, like, everybody. And everybody was always, like, wanted to be around me. Um, But when I won, right, I mean, no hesitation. 
when I won, no hesitation, I just go, show me the money! Show me the money! Just imagine a fucking seven-year-old kid screaming that at the top of his lungs. I had the whole table bust out laughing. Like, and like I just remember people like, that was fucking awesome. You're at like, the top of your career there at eight years old. It was just, well, I just remember it because I just remember how hard everybody laughed, like, afterwards. But I was, like, kind of confused. I'm like, why is everybody laughing? Like, but now thinking back on it, if I saw a seven-year-old yelling, show me the money, like Tom Cruise and Jerry Maguire, I would be laughing my ass off, too. Oh, like, yeah. I just think that's, like, one of my favorite memories of Christmas Eve is doing that. And I got that money, and I actually got to spend it, too. Oh, nice. You have a great fucking memory. I know. I have a weird, weird, like, photogenic, like, memory. Like, very strange. Like, and how I can tie it into, like, pop culture references, especially wrestling, it's very strange. See, I have, like, a a very bad memory. But of the things I remember when I'm young, Mm -hmm. it's like I have very specific memories of exactly what happened. And then after that, everything's mush. It's weird. I think it's very strange how my brain works. Um, Like... Uh, when we got our dog Sky, um, nobody in my family, nobody could remember how old she was when we adopted her. Like nobody could remember, nobody could remember how old she was. And um, I remember telling, I remember like, I remember just overhearing my family arguing about it. And I walked out of my room like, "What are you guys arguing about?" And they're like, "How old is Sky? Like how old is Sky?" I'm like, "We got Sky in 2002." And they're like. What? No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We got Sky in like 2000. I'm like, no, we got Sky in 2002. I know for a fact we got Sky in 2002. And they're like, how do you know? I go, you guys were watching that Robin Williams stand-up special when we adopted her, right? That night you guys watched that, the live on Broadway. And they're like, holy shit, how do you remember that? Because my mom was like, we did watch that. Like, how did you remember that? I go, because I couldn't fucking watch it. You guys wouldn't let me watch it. So I went out in the sunroom, and Monday, luckily Monday Night Raw was on, and I was watching The Rock versus Eddie Guerrero for the WWE Championship because that's the only time those two ever wrestled each other. And that's, like, one of my most underrated, like, favorite matches because I just remember, like, the little puppy was, like, laying in my lap as I was watching that match. Like, I just remember that match happening. I don't know why. It's just so vivid in my brain. I go, if that match happened in July... Here, let's look it up. Let's see if I'm right. But I kept saying that match happened in July of 2002, right? Right. Okay, so here, I'm going to look it up. Eddie Guerrero versus The Rock. Yeah, there's no way that I would be able to tie anything. Eddie Guerrero, oh my God, it's crazy. I know the date exactly. That you adopted this dog. I know the date exactly. July uh, 2002 on the 22nd. The Rock versus Eddie Guerrero from Raw was July 22nd, 2002. You're an idiot savant. It's weird. It's 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 weird how I can tie some stuff in the wrestling. I remember I did it at a trivia night. Uh, they were like, what year was this? You've done it a couple times at a trivia night. Yeah. It, uh, one of them that I remember that my mom was laughing at, she was like, what year was like the Atlanta bombings? Like, oh, easy. That's 1996. And they're like, how did you? They were like, you didn't even think. You were just like, got it like that. I'm like, yeah, because in 1996, Kurt Angle also won the gold medal at the Olympics. And that's the year Shawn Michaels came down from the rafters. At You're such a mark. It's just weird. I or just a know... Stan. I don't know which one to call you anymore. <laughs> uh, it's just weird. Like, I don't know why my brain does that. It just does. I don't know. It's weird. But for like newer stuff, it only I can only do that from stuff till like when I was a kid till about I wanna say like maybe like 
junior year of high school. After that, I can't relay anything the rest the of The alcohol um, suppresses your superpower. Or you, or you just got to think, like, I just started going out more. I yeah, you started about, doing more other I cared things. about more things than just wrestling and hockey. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, if only could use, if you could use your superpower for good. We got way off track here. Yeah, we but, did. Uh, that's okay. It's offended. That's, that's what we do. <laughs> I was watching, I was listening to Andrew Schultz's podcast the other day. They do the same damn thing. They start talking about one topic, and the next thing you know, they're like, they just start going off and off and off and off and off, and they're like, where, where, how do we get here? Like, <laughs> This is the Christmas special? <laughs> yeah. This is our Christmas special, okay? And we're about to play a game called Wish I Didn't Know, the filthy trivia game you'll never forget. With a Karen on the front of the packaging making a Karen face of, mm. ooh. What, what kind of face is she? All right, so we're gonna get, we're gonna do five cards each. Oh, we're actually playing the game. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we're just gonna do five cards each and just go from here. Right? See how it goes. Yeah. I don't even know. We didn't even play this game when we opened it. We just read the dirty cards. Yeah, I think some people in your family are afraid to play like dirty games. Um, like you my mean family. my father? And your brother-in-law. Oh yeah, and my brother-in-law. The men in my family are scared to play dirty they games because they get so fucking embarrassed. They do. And, and shout out to Taryn, who, if you bring up the word semen around him, he just can't do Bukaki it. Bukaki is it. his worst enemy. He goes, oh, look. All right. Oh, do I read these? You're going to, yeah, we're going to go one, one at a time, all right? You want to go first and show sure. me how it's all right. done? All right, here we go. Round one, question one to Katie. When you swim in a chlorine pool, your eyes start to get red from this being in the water. A, urine. B, feces. C, sweat. Or D, all the above. I'm going to say D, all the above, but I th- I'm i going to say D, all the above, but I really kind of have a gut feeling with sweat. So which one? I'm going to say D. D is correct. That's... Your eyes start to get red in a swimming pool if you open your eyes. Because of urine, shit, and sweat. Just remember that next time you're in a pool, people. Does that make me feel weird that it doesn't gross me out? You get that card. So we, oh, we, cool. that way we can just keep track. Awesome. But yeah, that doesn't really gross me out. It's like when kids like pick their boogers and eat them. Yeah. Like that's disgusting. Yeah, but like. I pee in pools all the time. Don't get me wrong. You know, it's just too hard to get out. And Everybody go pee. does. If people say they don't, they're fucking lying. Lying. You're lying. Lies. You're you're fucking lying. They make chlorine you for a reason. You don't pee in a pool. Now, if there's a turd in the pool, yeah, that's gross. That pool needs to get shocked. Shock the shit out of that pool. Um, I used to run a day camp, and I don't know how many times we had kids shit in the pool or shit in the grates right outside the pool, where they would literally like pull their pants down and poop. And I'm like, who raised you? Yeah, that's just fucking weird. children. That's just weird. Right. Okay. Uh, that crunch and your peanut butter. Oh, I don't know if I can read this Why? because okay. So I had a really bad experience with peanut butter. Um, when I was little, I was eating peanut butter, and I don't know why. You know how you have like things that come in your brain when you're little. Mm-hmm. I was eating peanut butter, and what really was probably a peanut, but I think I had just like played with my dog's toes the day before Ew. the day of. No, no, no. But the texture of it made me feel like a dog toenail. Ew. Made it into my peanut butter, and then I couldn't eat peanut butter for like two years. Ew. Yeah, so I'm now kind of scared to read this. It took me a long time to get over that shit. Uh, but when I got in, to be an adult, I was like, it's probably just a peanut. Read it. <laughs> uh, uh, the crunch in your peanut butter might be more than peanuts. 
the FDA allows one of these per 100 grams of peanut butter in your jar. Oh. Fingernails, which Ew. is was my worst nightmare. Rodent hair, human fecal matter, or sawdust. I, I hope it's sawdust. I'm, I'm guessing D, because that's just what I hope it is. No, it's rodent hair. Ew. I mean, you think that's the same for chocolate. I'm just really happy it's not fingernails. Yeah. You don't get that one. Yeah, in, in chocolate bars, it's like rodent hair, cockroaches, and spiders. They That's allow disgusting. a per- certain... I mean, you think about these huge manufacturing okay, factories. Okay, next question. Just saying. Sleep tight. In just over two years, what percentage of a pillow's weight is made up of dead dust mites in oh. their droppings? A, 4%. B, 15%. C, 22%. Or D, 33%. I'm going to go with 22 Final answer? Yeah. The correct answer is D, 33%. I mean, our pillows are nasty looking. We need new pillows. Yeah. That actually doesn't... That one That one doesn't surprise me. And you know what's really disgusting to think about when you're sleeping? I've had this conversation plenty of times. So I'm not freaked out by it anymore. It was at first. When you're sleeping, you know how many bugs you eat that you don't realize? I don't care about eating them as well, long as they they're, die. They're so tiny that yeah. they're not gonna. You're not even gonna know. Like they're literally they're naked to like, like to the naked eye. You can't even see them. I'm okay with that because you live like that your whole like, life without knowing that until you learn right. that and you're grossed out and you're like. But, but then you have like clickbait articles that like freak you out and be like, "Do you eat this many spiders a night?" But it's like the spiders are like this big. Little bitties. Yeah. You kind of feel bad for the spiders. Fuck those people. But uh, I'm people. always scared of something. Uh, fuck those people. Those eight-legged people. Mm-hmm. I'm always worried about something crawling in my ear. Ugh. The traditional Yukon, Yukon territory drink. Yukon. Yukon. Yukon territory drink that involves dropping a dehydrated and salted human toe. This game's gross. Oh, I don't even want to know. I didn't know this was existing. Why do they have human toes just sitting around? I don't know, but can you speed up the game? The, I can't get over this question. Um, the traditional Yukon territory drink. Where's Yukon at? Like Alaska? Yukon? Yeah. Russia? Where's Yukon? Why do they have toes hanging around? You figure out where Yukon's at. What are you doing? Looking up where Yukon's at. Oh my god. Isn't it? No. Yukon. Why am I drawing the blank? Y U K O N. Say that again. Y-U-K-O-N. It's a Yukon territory. That's Cornelius, okay? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's on the border of Alaska. It's actually uh, Canadian territory. Okay. But Yukon is also the name of Yukon Cornelius from the uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You got the beard? All right. So. Um, Christmas. Yeah, this is a Christmas question. The traditional drink that involves dropping a dehydrated and salted human toe because they've gotten plenty to go around into booze is called the dirty digit, the slow foot, the nail biter, or the sour toe cocktail. Ooh, I'm going to go with the nail biter. No, it's a sour toe cocktail. Why do they have human toes laying around? This bothers me. This really bothers me. I feel like I have to go to Yukon now and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Dugan, you need to get this game for ABC. I feel like this is the perfect game. Oh, my God. If you guys ever run dry with ideas, just pick <laughs> oh a fucking card. All right. Uh, question three, round three. Katie's winning one nothing. 
Mickey D's, more like Mickey D's nuts. A person eating fast food regularly will consume roughly how many pubic hairs per year? Mm. A, 12, B, 17, C, 9, or D, only three, but that's enough. That's what it says on the card. I'm going to say three. The correct answer is A, 12. Oh. But it's like if you consume fast food regularly, so I think we're good. We probably... I mean, but we probably have consumed 12 in our life. Probably. We've probably consumed. Let's go with the next question. Out I of think 30 about years. Hair in my mouth. It's gross enough when you. Never mind. It's when I wish I could cue up Danger Aaron from Jackass. We got pubes in my mouth. Why are you so mad? Because I got your dick hair all over my face. It was in my mouth. Speaking of, shout out. To a speedy recovery to Johnny Knoxville and Steve-O. Hopefully they're out of the hospital. First day back of filming Jackass 4, they go right into the hospital after doing a stunt. So I saw a TikTok of... Uh... And Bam had to take a piss test. For... <laughs> <laughs> there's, it's just so... For this Jackass movie, is going to be fucking hilarious. Just because they're so old and like doing stuff. Like You know Knoxville is going to be like... You know Knoxville is in the hospital laughing. Oh yeah, they all are. Yeah. Um, no, I saw a TikTok of Steve-O. He had to, like, take off his glasses. His eyebrows are shaved off. He looks like he's got a black eye. He pops out some fake teeth and has a scar, like a newly healed scar on his clavicle. It's like... Like, what the fuck were you guys doing? Like, Maybe you guys should just do, like, funny grandpa shit. I don't no, know. No, I can't wait for Jackass. <laughs> I cannot fucking wait for Jackass 4. I cannot wait. All right. You ready for the next question? Yep. You might be uh, you might be getting swollen in the gym, but you'll never be stronger than your own hair. A head of human hair is strong enough to lift. Oh, this one's not gross. Uh, forty-five pounds, twenty-three pounds, a ton, or thirteen tons. B. Thirteen tons. What? A head of human hair is strong enough to lift thirteen tons. That's insane. I wonder if it's like. It has to be like a shitload of hair. I was gonna say, is it like a normal person's hair, it's or like, like a, a like a like a person with like heavy duty follicles? Yeah. There's no way your scalp would just rip it. Uh, no, but I've seen people like people in the circus hang by their hair. True. Uh, all right. Question four of round four. Seventy percent of people admitted to not doing this before jumping into a public pool. A. Shaving. B. Showering. C, going to the bathroom, or D, wiping after taking a shit. Ew, I hope it's not D. I'm going to say showering. And that is correct. B is the correct answer, showering. 70% of people admitted to not doing this before jumping into a public pool, and it was B, showering. I'm not really grossed out by that. Like, If you fucking pee in a pool, you don't have to shower before you get in. I don't know. It's just like... I never understood the shower. I think a lot of people, like, I'm sorry, if I'm going to get into a pool, I'm not taking a shower before I go to the pool, because I feel like I have to take a shower after I get in the pool. When I ran day camp, I feel like that was my only shower. Isn't that, like, the general consensus, I feel like, of everybody listening? If you if you agree with me, just nod at your radio, and I hope somebody's just driving past you seeing you nod at your radio like an idiot. <laughs> what that's, what's that stupid person nodding at? They must really agree with whatever's playing on the radio. I wonder what podcast they're listening to. It must be really informational. It must be something from PWP Nation. All right, what's the next question? <laughs> I'm slow tonight. That's to you, John, you motherfucker. Oh, my God. This is, I just looked at Love the you. answers before I looked at the question. 
Okay. Long before condoms were invented, men found other ways to use protection. Which of these wasn't once a form of contraception? Wasn't a form of contraception? Animal intestines? Yeah. Acacia fruit? Beeswax or crocodile poop? I'm going to go with A. No, it's actually beeswax. Hmm. So they put animal intestines, fruit, and crocodile poop on their dicks before they put it in a vagina. Well, I'm terrible at this game. Well, you won the game, um, but we're going to go ahead and do the last round anyways. You're going to do sudden death if no, you I mean, get this one right? Nothing. <laughs> All right, last question for to Katie. Uh, jelly beans look shiny and delicious, but do you know what gives... But do you know what gives the candy its shine? The coating is made from a concoction that includes A, shoe polish, B, insect shit, C, bee semen, or D, floor wax. I'm going to say floor wax. The correct answer is B, insect shit. How do they get insect poop? I don't know. That's such a weird... Fuck, I'm not eating it. Doesn't surprise me. Have you ever had those Harry Potter jelly beans? Uh, I hate jelly beans. Jelly beans? Jelly beans. All right. Have you, you ever want... played that game, Bamboozled? Um, I did, but it, I didn't play long because I don't even like regular jelly have beans. Have you seen the video of my uncle? I have, where he almost pukes on camera. And like my grandpa is just cracking up the whole time. That's the best. Okay, that's a that's a Christmas memory I remember. That's one that's hilarious. Him okay. running to the sink because he was getting ready to puke. He pukes when he sees ketchup, so it's like, that's not a good game for him to play anyways. I gotta see if I can, if I find it on my Snapchat, um, I'm gonna play the audio, but go ahead. Um, this one's not as gross, just interesting. Um, the human mouth is a saliva factory. How many gallons of spit does a person produce each year? 87, 115, 43, or 78? Let's read the answers one more time. 87, 115, 43, or 78? Go B. You're right. You got one right. Yay. Going right about spit. One hundred. That's crazy. 115 gallons. That's disgusting. See, right, that one so doesn't Katie gross me out. wins. Uh, I wish I didn't know. Um, what a great recommend. one to win. <laughs> This game is actually like fun. I I can't wait to play this when we get like the ABC guys back on here. Um, it's made by the What Do You Mean people. Yep. And the uh, new phone who dis people. So I like it. I like it a lot. Okay, moving on. All right, before we get into our top twenties Christmas songs and our opinions respectively, let's hear a quick word from our other sponsor, our boy Mr. Kyle Fauche with the Going Off Topic Podcast. Yeah, Fauche. What's up, everybody? Kyle Fauche here to tell you about my brand new podcast, the Going Off Topic Podcast, brought to you by the Anything But Credible Network. On Going Off Topic, I look at all forms of media from different real and theoretical angles that you don't usually hear about. From movies, to TV, to music, to sports, to gaming, to anything really. You never know what the topic will be, but you're guaranteed a new angle and a different conversation about it, that's for sure. You can find Going Off Topic anywhere and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Going Off Topic with Kyle Fauche, on Twitter, going underscore off underscore topic. And don't forget about anythingbutcredible.com, where you can find everything for the pod, including the written blog post. That's right. We're carrying over the Going Off Topic blog to anythingbutcredible.com, too. So check it all out there, and I'll catch you on the next topic. <laughs> 
Christmas. Hello there. Again. I wish I never told you that I didn't like Bob Dylan. This isn't some Bob Dylan, though. This is Tom Petty. I know, but you sing it like Bob Dylan. Well, yeah, I should just sing every song like this. Wop, that's some wet-ass pussy. No, he, would, he wouldn't sing it like that. He would more, like... He would more... Hold on, I gotta hear the chorus. It's Christmas But no, Bob Dylan, he sings his, like, songs, like, so, like, not necessarily on the note. I think that's why you don't like him. I think so, too. It's, it's not on it. the beat, and yeah, it's, it's not, not on the... It's, it's definitely not, not on, on the beat. tune. It's definitely not on the beat. Um, he's one of the greatest lyricists of our... ever. Um, but if he was singing WAP, how would it go? It would be like, ah, some drop, wet, yeah, pussy, oh, yeah. That's some wet ass pussy. I don't know. It'd be something like that. Yeah, it would be horrible. Didn't you? Oh, how does it feel to be there with a wet ass pussy? Like a rolling stone. Can we can we do what we're supposed to be doing right now? Now, this is a story all about how my life got flipped and turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there, tell you how I became a Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I, I can leave. I can. We can be done. I think it's pretty good that I can, like, take a song and, like, change the tempo up a little bit, you know? I think that's pretty talented of me. You're so fucking talented. I am talented. Can we do the songs? Jealous bitch. All right, so, top 20 Christmas songs in our opinions, respectively. Here we go. You want to start us off? Uh, Yeah, I just want to say that, first off, um, I did, I didn't, I tried not to repeat songs, so I tried to pick my favorite versions. So, what I, so I did the same thing, and, uh... Instead, what I did, I just wrote down uh, who, like, my favorite versions all together, like, basically. Is that what you did? Yeah. Like, I picked, because uh, I have a lot of songs where I like a lot of different variations of right. it, but I just picked my favorite artist recording oh, okay. of See, it. See, I took the song and, like, actually picked all the variations and, like, wrote it down into one, like, pick as, like, that song. So you went into a little bit more detail. Yeah. Um, I also want to preface that a, ma- a majority of my songs come from, like, two separate CDs, so sorry. See, I thought mine was going to, and then I started, like, really going through it, and I'm like, I forgot that I favorited, like, a shitload of unique and different um, songs. And by the time this episode airs, we I will have a playlist out. I kind of wish I... This is why I really wish we would have done this episode actually first instead. I wish we would have flipped it. I wish we would have done this first over the movie thing, did the movie thing now. Uh, so I could have had the playlist out at the beginning of the month. 2021. Putting it out right before Christmas. But anyway, so on Christmas, you're going to get a unique, or on Christmas Eve, you're going to get a unique uh, offended playlist that's just all Christmas music. Well, and not to shit on 102.5 if you're in the St. Louis area, but goddamn, you guys play christmas music for a fucking month 
And how come I hear the same 100 songs? You can shit on them. That's fine. It's like, oh my God, there's so many good Christmas songs out there. Yeah, they play the same songs over and over. It's like horrible. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't even want to listen to the radio. Like, I want to re- listen to Christmas how, radio, yeah. but... For them being the Christmas station, Ugh. you guys play the same 20 songs over and over. And when they're not even the good ones. There's thousands of Christmas songs. It, they're, the, they're the ones that came out in like the 60s through the 80s. And that's the only ones they play. Well, I'm not surprised they used to work there, and then they want to wonder why their ratings aren't that good. Okay. Oh, I wonder why. Uh, but anyway. You want me to go first? Yes. All right. I'm going to lead it off. Um, I also tried to pick either unique songs or songs that are, just have, like, a, um, songs and versions that I, like, grew up listening to, so it's, like, a home feeling for me, um, and just favorite in general. So it's kind of all of that put together. Um, and I also just want to preface that I'm not religious at all, but I do like religious Christmas music. I grew up fucking Catholic as shit. I mean, I think I like it as like an anthropological, you know, people do religion and that means something to Mm -hmm. them. So I like it from that standpoint, but religion means nothing to me. And I'm sorry that offends you, but you listen to the show. I know, but I do like religious Christmas music, even if I don't believe Jesus is the reason for the season kind of shit. So, Mm -hmm. okay. Um, I'm going to start off with a banger. Uh, this is going to cause some controversy. Uh, and it's probably the most unoriginal song on my list is All I Want For You by uh, Mariah Carey. <laughs> All I Want For Christmas Is You. Sorry. I that's, got really that's excited. That's coming on my list. It's got to make it. It's a classic. When you hear it, you're like, fuck yeah, it's Christmas. I feel like it's a cop out to even just add it to the list. Oh, but... shut up. I have 22, 23. It's not a cop out. Okay. So this is what I was going to bring up in the car and I asked to wait. You have all of these, hold on, Garth's walking behind me, and I can't think when Garth's walking around. Hold on, he's got to pick his spot. He's a he's slow, got a he's spot. a slow, gentle giant. Okay, so what I wanted to ask was, you had all these Christmas songs, and like, you have so many that are classics, but what happened to like all these bands like making their own songs, which... I'll get into my playlist kicks off with the original song that came out actually this year, the Christmas song. But um, what happened? And I do you think that Mariah Carey was like the last person that had like an original Christmas song that actually like stuck and is now considered a classic? I think um, part of it is that artists aren't making it a priority to do Christmas songs because they have so much that they can do within their genre. Um, but I also think that... Right, but you look at Mariah Carey and look at how much money she makes off that one song alone. I Well, I feel like that is either a fluke or everybody else is just doing their business wrong. But a lot of Christmas music comes from classic movies. They were written for classic movies. Mm-hmm. Like like all the Christmas movies that come out now are like... Like, like Dean Martin singing yes. and stuff. Or like, you know, It's a Wonderful Baby, Life. Baby, It's Cold Outside. Mm-hmm. Which, so, that was my other question. So let me... Okay, so those were made for Christmas music, the movies that are classic movies. Like, the movies that come out now that are Christmas movies are either Elf style or uh, The Night Before, which we still need to watch. Yeah, um, watch that tonight. Or, or they're stupid Hallmark movies. Like, there's not that Home Alone, It's a Wonderful Life, um, The Scrooge, you know, like all of the classic things. So they were either musicals or they were, I'm thinking of another, White Christmas, like... They're musicals or holiday movies where music was an integral part. That's my opinion, but... Um, I agree with that, but uh, 
there's not a need for it or a baby it's cold outside yes um if, if, is this on your list just answer. it is not and i know where you're going and i have opinions okay um for the longest time when that got canceled what was that last year when it got canceled yes okay i was listening to it in the car today driving to work and at first i was kind of like this is so stupid why did this get canceled and then i started like really listening to the lyrics and there's a part in the song where dean martin is like going where she keeps going no 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 and she says no throughout the entirety of the song and he's like there's a lyric by dean martin that says your lips look delicious so i'm like okay now this got kind of creepy i kind of understand why this got canceled but at the same time shut the fuck up just let the song play i don't think it should be canceled in my opinion i don't think it should be it's a fucking christmas song but there are some lyrics in there where i'm just like "Mm, okay the the one the one lyric that does like i'm like yeah is uh your lips look delicious no it's not that one it's a uh, maybe i'll have half a drink and he's like baby go turn the music on while i make you a drink and then she takes a sip of the drink and she's like what's in this drink and it's like he refeed her but i also like uh blurred lines so i actually really love the song and the fact that there's a new version that came out that was like the cancel culture version where it's like Baby, it's cold outside. And he's like, I'll get your coat. And she's like, I should go home, but I want to stay. And he's like, well, it's your decision. It's like a dumb sh- It's a dumb song. Have you heard that song? Yes. So I think we should leave Dean Martin alone. And yes, it could be I a think, creepy song. I think we need to stop. But... I think we need to stop canceling people who are dead. That's my opinion. I don't think, I, I don't know. Maybe Dean Martin was a bad person, but I've never heard bad things about him. I think it's just a song. I just think canceling people after they're dead, I think, is just you're going a little, like, extreme now to the person who can't even defend himself anymore. Well, yeah. I mean, they just sing in a song. Right. It's like Blurred Lines. People got really upset about Blurred Lines being, like, a rape song. Like, the lines are blurred. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm all about, like, uh, victims... Like, I'm on your side 100%. I'm not going to ever, like, question victims kind of shit. But it's just a song. I don't know. It's just such a mm-hmm. it's such a blurred line. But I'm on the side of, I don't know. If you like the song, you can listen to it. Right. I um, like the song. So. Kicking off my list <laughs> at number 20 is a brand new song that came out this year by 21 Pilots. And the song is called Christmas Saves the Year. It's basically all about just being locked up in your house because of COVID and Christmas is back and Christmas saves the year for them and makes you happy again. Well, 21 Pilots have been doing a pretty uh, good job of describing 2020 in their music. Yeah. So I like it. It was a good song. Yeah. Between that and like level of concern, which may or may not be on my top 20 songs of the year, which will be next week's episode, by the way, just keeping a heads up. Um, you ready for you ready for mine? Yep. Next one. Um, I'm gonna do some classics first. Number nineteen. Number nineteen. Uh, you're gonna have to remind me because I'm just deleting them as I go. Cause, Don't delete them. Well, no, I have a second. I have a second copy saved. Jeez. I just didn't order them in the way I liked them. I was figured I'd do it on the spot. Um, I'm a sucker for uh, "Blue Christmas" by Elvis Presley. I do. Like- I'm not a big Elvis mm-hmm. Presley fan, but it's like do 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 do. It's a good song. Oh fuck! I just I just realized I forgot a song that I wanted to put on here, that should actually be like in my top ten. Okay. Shit. So maybe you know, 
Just do an honorable mention. You know what? It'll just it's just gonna be it's just gonna be here. Sorry, uh No I fuck. Uh I hate I hate this because it fucks with my OCD. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say what song it is. I'm just gonna say this now. This should be in my top ten, people. But you fucked up. Maliki Liki Maka should be in my top oh, ten. Oh, that's a good one. That should be in my top ten, just because of Chris's vacation. Too. I was gonna say I immediately think of the uncomfortable yeah. scene. I hate that scene. That scene's hilarious. It's hilarious, but I feel especially so when, uncomfortable. Especially when cousin Eddie is in his underwear on the uh, diving board, like waving at Clark, and Clark's just shaking his head. <laughs> Because he just saw him outside with shooters full. So, of course, he's thinking about that. Like, Yeah. Um, but my number 19. So, Maliki, Mele, Maliki Maka, however you pronounce Maliki it. Maliki Laka Maka. I don't know how just, to say it. But anyway, that should be in my top 10. Just remember that, people, when we get into the top 10. All right. Okay. Cool. My number 19, though, is Mistress for Christmas by Hailstorm. This is just like a kick-ass like hard rock christmas song like and it's awesome okay i'm i'm all about the new alternative uh christmas music this a lot of my list is um is that see mine's a mix of classics versus childhood favorites versus a couple maybe new ones i think it's actually mistress for christmas is actually an original song by um acdc and hailstorm actually Ah. covered it uh here's the hailstorm version real quick Um, if that isn't an ACD song, I would bet money on it. Like, fuck. Here's the ACDC song. So yeah, it's totally an ACDC song, and it's off the same album that it's the uh, the Razor's Edge album, which a lot of people consider that to be one of ACDC's best albums too. And it has um, what's like their uh, the SmackDown theme song is off that album. Um, why can't? Are you ready for a good time? Which I love that song. But anyway, Mistress for Christmas by ACDC and the cover version by Hailstorm. At number 19 for me. Okay, what's your number 18? My number 18 is the classic Run, Run, Rudolph by Chuck Berry. In so many 90s movies of Christmas. It's a little higher for mine, so let's let's wait. Let's wait to talk about it. Wait to talk about it. Oh, I got some high ones, though, on mine. Wait wait to talk about that. Okay, cool, cool. I know, but if I say any, we'll wait. Be mean. Uh, My number 18 is Christmas on the Road by Sleeping with Sirens. It's a really good, uh, another alternative. Like uh, this one's a little slower Christmas song. It's really good. Okay. Um, I have to go with the classic Jingle Ball Rock by Bobby Helms. Um, this was like literally the first dance I ever did as like a four year old. Did it dance uh, dressed as a little elf with tap shoes in the mall? I was a big time performer. Um, 
But yeah, Jingle Bell Rock is a good one. That's what Jingle Bell Rock is your number 18? Yeah, by Bobby Helms. Right? Yeah. Uh, my number 17. I don't know if you ever heard of this band. It's called, they're called Fallout Boy. And the song is called You'll Shoot Your Eye Out. You'll Shoot Your Eye Out with Y-U-L-E. You'll mm-hmm. Shoot Your Eye Out. And this song is a very fucked up Christmas song. And like the chorus is, don't come home for Christmas. You're the last thing I want to see underneath the tree. Merry Christmas. I could care less. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's actually a really good, it's all acoustic too. It's a really good song, actually. Well, I mean, Fall Out Boy is good, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ready number for, 17. Um, you ready for my next one? Mm-hmm. 16, I guess. Um, Happy Christmas by Miley Cyrus. Her voice in this song is like, why? It's a little higher on mine. By Miley Cyrus? It's a little higher on mine. Remember I told you I have like both versions. Okay. All right. Um, At number 16, I feel like it's this is definitely going to, the list, we're going pretty fast right now. I definitely feel like it's going to slow down once we get into our top 10 because we're really going to start diving into This Christmas, I think, is my favorite music category we've ever done. Really? Yeah. I like had so many... Like, the way you and Stoutsy feel about the 1975, I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Uh, my number 16 is Thank God It's Christmas by Queen. Oh, I'm glad you put that on there. Yeah, this song actually reminds me of, what was that song, like, it's their last music video they ever shot. Oh, it makes me so sad. It sounds like that song. It does sound like, that's why I don't necessarily like it, because it makes me sad. Oh, what is the last queen? Because it does sound like Because it's when he looks really sickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's in like the total 80s shirt or whatever. These are the days of our lives. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That it, whole album sounds like that sound. Yeah, it does. I wonder, if, I wonder if that came out around that time or if they made the song in the 80s. And it just wasn't as sad. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. Thank God it's Christmas by Queen came out in 1984. So, no. Yeah, it was way before that album came out. Yeah. All right. So, what's your number 16? Oh, oh yeah. Um. Okay. So, I will. Oh, my God. There's so many. So many good ones. Uh, we'll do Mistletoe by Justin Bieber. JB's got to put him, put him on there. He might count as an honorable mention because I just had too many. I'm going to do a top 10. I didn't really pick the top. Tw- You're just randomly picking songs right now? The first 10, yeah. I know what I know. What I want is my top like five or 10, mm-hmm. but JB's makes an honorable mention. Uh, my next song, which we'll get into in a second, apparently by somebody, it's one of their least favorite Christmas songs that he hates it so much, but who? But we'll talk Ooh. about it. I got. I asked. That's why Ooh. I asked on. Ooh. I asked on Facebook today. What was your favorite? What were your favorite Christmas songs? What's your least favorite Christmas? I song? meant to look at that. Um, but at number fifteen, I have "Wonderful Christmas Time" by Sir Paul McCartney. Oh wait, hold on. Yep, I got it too. So we can talk about it. Or wait, we'll talk about it later. I guess. Okay. All right. We'll talk about it later. What's your number uh, fifteen? Um. So you know that album that we both like, the red one. It's a very a special. Very special cr- yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the CDs that a lot that, of my shit's coming from. Oh, I thought that's what I thought mine was going to be like that, and I actually was going through. I'm like, oh wow, I only have like three or four like songs from that album. So, so when I say a lot, it's three or four of the albums. Um, three that, or four songs off the album. Let's be honest, people. That is the all time best Christmas album. Nothing tops the very first, a very special Christmas. The red one. The red one. Yep. The rest are just okay they're like 
The first album, every song on the album is good. It's a banger. Yeah. Um, what did I pick? Uh, oh, I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus by John Mellencamp. A little higher on mine. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, number 14 for me is Christmas Time by the Smashing Pumpkins. Ooh, good one. I think they just did a great job with that song, so it's all the same. I mean, you know what the song is. Yeah, I do. Um, my next song is, oh, see, I got a lot of, so again, on that same very special Christmas album, Merry Christmas Baby by Bruce Springsteen. Merry Christmas, baby. Oh, fuck, I forgot about that song. I meant to, I meant to make that as an honorable mention on mine, so I'm glad that you yeah. put that. You're keeping these, right? Yes, I'm keeping these. All right. Go yeah, ahead. That's a great, I love that. Merry Christmas, baby. Mm-hmm. And what's great is that all of his, like, all of his songs that are Christmas songs that are, like, recorded, like, and on an album, they're all live. Like, he doesn't you have... You can totally tell, He too. doesn't have any um, Christmas songs that are just from a studio. I didn't know that mm-hmm. special fact, but I do love that it's live mm-hmm. on that one, because right. it's, like, he's so Merry on it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, my number 13 is Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight by the Ramones. Um, if you've ever heard a Ramones song, it's the Ramones, just Christmas and it's awesome. So it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, my next song is I saw three ships a sailing in. Um, it's like an Irish Christmas song that's been covered by a lot of people. Um, my favorite is the sheep, the chieftains, which is like a predominantly Irish folk band. Mm-hmm. Have you, do you know what it's called? Or you know what it sounds like? It's like, I saw three ships just come sailing in, come sailing in in the morning. No? If you go to Ireland, it's played all the time. It's great. It just basically says that they see ships sailing in on Christmas Day in the morning. And that's that's the song. Okay. That's it. It's a good one, though. It's a good one, though. It uh, is. At number 12, I have Little Saint Nick by the Beach Boys. I didn't pick that one. Little Saint Nick. That's a good one. It is. Like, I never realized, like, how much I actually really like the Beach Boys. My best friend growing up loved the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. And, like, we're fucking 12, and she's listening to the Beach Boys. I'm like, who are you? Right. Yeah, I never realized, like, how much I actually, like, really like their music. Like, I hear a song, I'm like, I, I like this. They're like, like the Beatles. Don't even, no. No, not. I'm not, they're not on the same level. It's two different times. But there are people out there who do consider them, like, to be on the same level as the Beatles. And I'm just like, There's, no, the Beatles are on their own level. They are. There's certain bands out there that you just cannot put on the same level. Like, I would say the Beatles, U2, the Rolling Stones. Um, I'm more talking about generational. Right, Prince, David Bowie. You just, you don't put those artists, like, they're not on any level. They're on a whole column and, like... Bruce Springsteen, like, they're on, like, a whole level on their own. Like, there's nothing, they shouldn't have no competition. They should be number one in all their own columns, (laughs) respectively. Okay. Do you Um, know what I mean by that, though? Yeah, I do. Um, Speaking of the Beatles, I'm going to do List My Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. Uh, Because it's such a weird Christmassy, that was on your list, right? What number is this? Um, I think it's number... Twelve. It's number twelve. Twelve. Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney because it talks about witches and the moon is light. Mm-hmm. And it's like, 
Paul McCartney believes in sorcery. A wonderful Christmas. Yeah, time. that's like the that's the that's the conspiracy. Right, is that like it's about witches? It's actually not about Christmas. That's yeah, the, like the major conspiracy for this. That's why it's awesome. Um, and it's supposed to like because the way it's I forget like what like the one conspiracy was. Here you go, Dugan. This should be something you guys should discuss on your podcast if you guys haven't already. Christmas special. Um, but wonderful Christmas time by Paul McCartney. Conspiracy theorists think that the song is about witches and stuff. And because of the amount of times that he says wonderful Christmas time, that he's actually saying the spell like over and over. But when you look at Paul McCartney's music, he repeats his lyrics a lot. Right. And, <laughs> but yeah, that was like one of the conspiracies. Well, people also think that he's actually dead and this is actually just a stand in oh for him God. that he died like a long time ago with the Beatles. Cause he's barefoot on the Abbey road album cover everybody else is wearing shoes and that's why people are like oh he's dead and it's like that's why you guys think he's dead because he's barefoot <laughs> no he's just a fucking hippie you idiot like he just didn't want to wear shoes okay right he probably like stepped in a puddle and he's like fuck it i'll go barefoot or he just was on drugs at the time he's like i'm just gonna go barefoot and feel the fucking world i am i am wearing shoes <laughs> ringo isn't even the best drummer in the band <laughs> did you ever hear that no ringo's star was like like a reporter asked uh, Paul Mc- uh, no, they asked John Lennon. They're like, "Do you think Ringo Starr, like the Beatles, are considered the best band in the world of all time? Do you think uh, everybody respectively plays like an instrument? Do you think Ringo Starr is like the best drum in the world?" And John Lennon goes, "Is Ringo Starr the best drum in the world? He's having the best drum in the Beatles." <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ringo. Poor Ringo. I wrote the song about a walrus. Oh, you ever shut seen up. That? N- Walk uh, hard. Yes. I wrote a song about a walrus. I wrote a song about a walrus. Shut up. Look, you just play the drums. All right. Uh, you ready? Num- no, it's your turn. Number 11, I have Oi, Oi to the World by No Doubt, a fucking ska song for Christmas. Okay. It's just like fucking peak No Doubt, 1997, I think is when the song came out. Peak 90s ska. When- ska needs to make a fucking comeback, by the way. Like, ska needs to come back. There was a song that was popular this summer or last summer. It was like about burning down somebody's house or something. I was like, oh, Ska's back. And it's like, right. then it disappeared. Right. Now it's gone. <laughs> right. But this is Oi to the World, peak no doubt. Peak no doubt. For sure. No doubt. So are we on number 10 for me? Glenn. Or number 11? I'm not this even sure. This is number 11 because you can't keep track I'm for some sorry, reason. sorry. I didn't do this right. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, the second CD that I love. It's literally called Christmas songs and it's blue and it's got a sun on the front. It's the stupidest fucking album. You can never find it anywhere. My parents like bought it one year at like a Christmas store and it, it's literally my favorite album ever. It's like a real like CD. Yes. It's a real actual CD that. I can't even find it on fucking Amazon because it's lab- it's The name of this CD is called Christmas Songs. Okay. But it's one of my favorite CDs. It's got one shitty fucking song on about a cat that fucking dies and saves a mouse. It's stupid. But aside from that... Um, this better be Dido. It is. Nice. Yeah, Christmas Day do, by Dido. I do like this song. Yeah. The lights burning low. It's so funny. When you hear Dido singing, you're like, oh, this is definitely the chick from that Eminem song. Like, Oh, yeah, for sure. Tears go cold, I wonder why. Yeah. Where am I alone? But it's it's a great song. Falling ring runs on my window. You're not singing the right song. And I can't sleep at all. 
I'd be riding a fire burning all in hell Watch a picture on my wall And it reminds me that it's not so bad It's not so why do you sound, Dear Slim Why do you sound like the Bee Gees? That's who you sound like right now Ah, sorry <laughs> It ain't see Sound like the Bee Gees Robin, here, hey, 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 I love the Bee Gees No, no, I don't Barry F and Gib. Just if go. Anybody knows what that is? SNL. Jimmy Fallon. Look it up. <laughs> Here we are on the Barry Gib talk show. Sing about dancing. Sing about crazy cool medallions. Talking it up on the Barry Gib talk show. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's like one of my favorite SNL skits of all time. The Cosby Show. They're so stupid. That's what he does. I know that's what he does. Um, I just realized another song I forgot to put on my list that I really like is Feliz Navidad. Um, that one has a love-hate for me. Feliz Navidad. I have to be in the right mood or else I'm like in traffic and I'm like, fuck this song. A song that's really good that sounds like that, The Killers did a song called, it's an honorable mention of mine, I'm just going to say it, Happy Birthday Guadalupe uh, by The Killers. It's totally in the same realm as Feliz Navidad, but they put their own killer spin on it. The Killers were like one band that did like their own like Christmas songs. They never really covered a Christmas song. And they just wrote their own, but they're all fucked up and I love it. Well, the Killers are kind of fucked like, up. Like Happy Birthday Guadalupe, I think is just like about fucking a girl. Okay. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, but here we go. Top 10. You ready for the I top think 10? I, I did my top. I'm I'm did my top 10. No, that was supposed to be 11. No, I went first. Oh, well fuck. Then I've been This is why you need to write this down, Katie. Well, I'm at 9 now. But I have 11 left, so Do you wish you had Stoutsy back? So, everything that we have been saying for the last, I don't know, 30 minutes when it comes to your parts have been wrong. By one, maybe. Okay, so God, that fucks with my OCD so much. I got twenty songs though. Yeah, yeah, I got twenty songs, yo, but I can't keep track of them because I can't just put a number next to the fucking songs. God, I know it's people listening are gonna be like, it doesn't, it's not a big deal, but it's a big deal to me. Okay, it bothers me. Now when I listen to this back, I'm gonna be like, that's actually number fucking twelve because Katie can't keep fucking track herself. So Katie already did number 10. Here's my top 10 now. Here we go. Into the top 10, I go, because she already went ahead because she's dumb. Is that better? Yeah, that's good. Keep going. I hate you so (laughs) fucking much. I can't tell if he's big mad or little mad. I'm annoyed. (laughs) So we're like medium mad? It would probably be fine if it wasn't the holidays. The holidays, like... Makes my anger go even through the roof. So, all right. So, what's your number ten? Well, my number my, ten. Mine was oh Christmas Day by Dido. You just cut me off, okay, Steve? Uh, my number ten. What? What's that? Look for. Oh, I don't know what Steve you're talking about. Uh, the only one that was on this show that cut me off every time I would open my mouth to go talk. Um, anyway. I have no idea. What? Yeah. It's like right when we first started dating. Oh, 
that Steve, the horrible Steve. Jesus Christ. Mm. Oh, that's mean. Why would you call me that? My number 10 is Christmas Lights by Coldplay. Um, it's actually a super fucking sad song, Christmas song, but I think it's a great song. I almost picked it, but it was too sad. It's really sad. It starts off like really slow. And every time I play this song, especially around your family, uh, like nobody likes it. And it's like, give the song another 20 seconds and it picks up like they're set in their ways the first like minute of the song is super slow like like just relax and then your dad will hey i google play mariah carey then it plays a mariah carey song but it's not the christmas song so then he talks to it for another 20 minutes trying to play the one fucking song they're not technologically savvy i'm not saying them i'm saying your dad i like your mom so (laughs) my dad Yeah, he does do some weird shit with Google. And like when we tell him, hey, I'm playing a playlist that I that we already made. Oh, okay. Hey, Mariah Carey, or play Google. <laughs> but you said it backwards now, so now the thing's waiting for you to say something. <laughs> it's really fun uh, doing the holidays at my family's house for a tricky. Hey, fix this. Hey, fix that. Hey, it's technology, Todd. Fix this. <laughs> Uh, they You clock in when you enter the house, and you clock out when you leave. You're, it's, it's whatever. Your mother saved our relationship by buying me that Owen Hart hat, so thank you. Did we need saving? Yeah, I was going to break up with you. Oh, okay. But that saved it. Yeah, that okay. saved it. The cool. Owen Hart hat saved it. Cool. I'm glad, glad that I helped her purchase that for you. That's what I'm saying. Saved. <laughs> What's your what's your ninth song? Because you're a dumbass and can't keep track yourself. What's your ninth song, Katie? Katie, dumbass lady. Um, Katie, Katie, I can't count numbers, lady. Katie, Katie. Oh no, I'm done. You stupid. Uh, Santa Baby by Eartha Kitt. Really? Yes. And do you know who Eartha Kitt is? I do, but you know what movie she's in? What Disney movie she's in? Mm-mm. Emperor's New Groove. She's, oh, the, she's, evil the, yeah, she's the evil lady. Yeah. I didn't know that till mm-hmm. this year. I was yeah. like, oh shit. They like modeled it uh, after her too, like yeah. her looks and everything. Uh huh. Because yeah. she's got real big eyes. I and... knew it. Yeah, I was like, who? How do I know who that is? Yeah, yeah, it's from that yeah. movie for sure. So I remember watching like a uh, making of and like how they like drew the eyes like after her and stuff. Like, yeah. So that's uh, top ten, top right. nine. Yeah, you're already in. You don't have to keep saying top ten anymore because you're already in. Just... You've been in the top ten for a minute now. Would you like to do your top nine? Oh, my God. Shut up. No, because now I'm on, yeah, I'm on my nine, right? Yeah, yeah. See, you flipped it in the very beginning. For some reason, you flipped it by forgetting who, like, what number you were on to make me think that I was actually went first when I never did. Sounds like a personal problem. Fuck you. <laughs> Stupid twat. My number nine. <laughs> my number nine is Last Christmas by Jimmy Eat World and uh, by Wham also. Good one. It is a good one. It's a, a, a lot of people surprisingly don't like this song. They can fuck off. They, yeah, they can fuck off just like you. What's your next? What's your number, number eight? eight? My number eight is... Uh... Do You Hear What I Hear by Whitney fucking Houston mm-hmm. on the Red CD. It's a very special Christmas. I call it the Red CD and the Blue CD, and this is off the red one. I always forget that's Whitney Houston. I didn't know that actually till today. What? 
I never looked at the artist on that CD. I grew up with the CD from when I was like four. So, so I just knew I liked the songs on the CD. Like, I didn't know so U2 you was on that Sting, CD. So do you think the Sting song is actually by Phil Collins? I actually saw that Sting was on there, and I haven't listened to it yet knowing it's Sting. Jesus Christ. All right, moving on. Uh, my next song. What number are we on? We're on eight, right? It's yeah, my turn for eight, eight. Eight. My number eight is I Saw Mommy Kiss and Santa Claus by John Mellencamp off the very special Christmas Red Album. The Red Album. Um, I love the songs. My mom used to be obsessed with John Mellencamp as a kid, so that was like one Christmas song. Because my family is not a big fan of Christmas music, but that was like one Christmas song that we could always listen to. Actually, the very special Christmas album was an album that my family did like. good one um i like the little kids in the beginning it's so funny at the end yeah part of the song i don't know it's at the very end whatever um my number seven is my religious song there i have two uh mary did you know by straight no chaser um there's actually another version that i like better but i couldn't find them because i think it's just a random artist that did it that i liked better but straight no chaser is pretty good they're acapella group do you have a What's that acapella group that you really like, that your mom really likes? Uh, Straight No Chaser. Penta? No. It's... Oh, I got one on my, yeah. Is it the song that I think it is? Uh, maybe. All right. Maybe, but they're on my list. Okay. Uh, my number seven is the, by the three, the trio that sings my theme song. It's tricky. Uh, Run DMC, and the song is Christmas and Hollis. I knew you were going to pick that. That was my favorite Christmas song when I was a little kid. No, what? how does bum, that one start? Bum, 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 oh, that's bum, a good bum, one. Wow. That's how it goes, but you can stop. It was December 27th. I don't even know the words, but. It's a good one. It's just Run DMC just fucking going off on Christmas. I love it. <laughs> it's like I got this. Mm-hmm. Um, so are we on number six? Uh, oh my God. This is how, this is how we got fucked up and fucking confused at the beginning. Yes. Yes, Six. Okay. My numbers are off. I'm trying to count now. I'm trying to count now. Um, I'm going to have to do, um, one more on the red album. I actually have two more, but one more right now is Santa Claus is coming to town by the Pointer Sisters. Uh, it's a little higher, so let's wait. Let's oh, wait. that's higher on your list. It makes me happy. Okay, go ahead. Uh, my number six is, this is, I mean, it's number six, so it's obviously one of my all-time favorite Christmas songs, but um, this is probably the most fucked up Christmas song that I have on here, and it's probably the most fucked up Christmas song I think ever made, or one of, uh, and it's one of the lyrics says, Oh, Santa. I've been waiting on you. And then the guy, another voice comes in as Santa and he's like, well, the party's over kid because I, and this guy is Santa. Cause I got a bullet in my gun, a bullet in your what? Santa's coming and he's going to kill us all. Don't shoot me Santa Claus. I've been a good living boy. Kind of sound like him. Like Brandon flowers. Yeah. Did you, is that how you, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Don't Shoot Me Santa by The Killers is one of my favorite Christmas songs ever made. And it's such a fucked up Christmas song. Basically, it's a horror song about Santa Claus instead of coming down the chimney and just killing everybody instead of giving everybody gifts. It's totally your type of song. Mm-hmm. 
Are we ready for top five? Uh, Do we have to make a big announcement? Yep, here we go. Top five. Here we go. Woohoo! Top five, you stupid bitch. I'm starting, you fucking cunt. Um, my top five. We'll go with Winter Wonderland by the Eurythmics, also on the Red Album. Yep. My, that's my last one off the Red Album. That's your last one? I'm, I listed all of them earlier. That's your last one off the Red Album. Yes. I figured, no, the reason I didn't pick the one you're thinking of is because I knew you were going to pick it. I wow. didn't want to waste one of my 20. Wow. I can do it as honorable mention. It's wow. I didn't rate these as my honorable mention. Wow. No, I just knew you were gonna fucking do it, Todd. Uh, My number five is Run Run Rudolph or Run Rudolph Run by Chuck Berry. But it's Run Run Rudolph. Yeah. That weirdo Chuck Berry who like peeing on people. But is that really? Yeah. There's like a there's a leaked video that like that's on the internet somewhere of like Chuck Berry being like peeing on somebody and like him like saying like. I forget what he says exactly, like, in it, but it is fucking hilarious, but it's just weird at the same time. Is it, like, sexy peeing? Or just, like, he's mad at them peeing? No, he's, yeah, it's, like, a sex thing. It's, like, a sex fetish. Like. I mean, you do you, but pee is weird. Oh, it was, yeah, after, (laughs) I remember it was, after he peed on her, he goes, hey, wipe your fucking lips off. You got piss all over you, girl. Aw, that's not funny. It was just so funny because she leaned in to give him a kiss or something. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's disgusting. I'm sorry. If you're going to pee on someone, don't be fucking grossed out by it afterwards. I know. That's why I think it's so fucking funny. It's like, motherfucker, you're the one that peed on her, you weirdo. You fucking great guitar player who's from St. Louis, but fuck, you're weird. If you want people to pee on you or you want to get peed on or whatever, (laughs) okay. But don't like degrade someone for letting them, like letting you pee on them. Like, fuck. Okay. Don't well. make Back to the Future take another song away from you, Chuck. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, we're going we're gonna to apply that a white man wrote Johnny B. Good. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to take that from him. Um, top four. Which, by the way, get well soon, John Mulaney. Yeah, sending thoughts out to you. Mm-hmm. Addiction sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, my number four is Backdoor Santa by B.B. King. That was an honorable mention of mine. I was, like, looking for a spot to fit that in because I really like that song. I just actually discovered it, what, last year? Two years ago. Two years ago. um, Because I was trying to look for unique Christmas Mm -hmm. music to get you to try to, like, uh, Christmas music. I mean, it's a blues song. But it's, like, the version that I sent you by B.B. King Mm -hmm. is, like, the best one that I've heard. Because it's in, what's that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that we were watching? Jingle All the Way. It's in there, but the version isn't as I want to say the B.B. King version is the original version. I think it is i'm not sure but his version but the bb king version that i really like too that she just said um it's like a song that you could actually just turn on and not realize that it's a christmas song it's also kind of a fucked up christmas song mm-hmm. but it's bb king right so he just shreds <laughs> on it he does uh my number four my number four is santa claus is coming to down by bruce springsteen also by the pointer sisters and the Q Burns Abstract uh, Message Remix. Okay. Um, by, and that's also with Johnny Mercer and the Pied Pipers is the original version. Um, all three of those versions are great, in my opinion. They are. They are good. I think it's funny that you didn't uh, mention the Jackson 5. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll throw in the Jackson 5 in there, too. Like, 
Those are all really good versions of the song. Uh, I will say, I feel like when I make this playlist, like you're going to have some duplicates of some songs. Which isn't a bad thing. Yeah. 102.5 does it all the time, and their picks are horrible. Just so. shuffle it. Just shuffle it. <laughs> um, my number three is Hallelujah, which is not necessarily a Christmas song, um, but I'm kind of lumping it in there uh, with Pentatonix, which is also very fucking Christian, but cool. Um, acoustic, and they, they have an awesome Christmas album, but the Hallelujah one is bomb. Is that your only pentatonic song you have on there? It is, but I kind of did it as like number three as a whole of their album. I kind of cheated that in there. So what's funny, this past weekend, uh, they pentatonics have a song on their Christmas album called uh, Coldest Winter. And I'm sitting there, mm-hmm. and this is like, I mean, every time like I've been over for your family's Christmas. They have played this song. And it Pentatonix has been a hit in the household for like three or four years. Yeah. So they have played uh Coldest Winter and I'm sitting there and every year when I hear the song I'm like, I like the song, but Why? Why do I like the song? <laughs> and then this year for some reason I'm sitting there and I'm like, Wait, I know this song. This isn't I'm like, wait, duh, this isn't their song. This isn't a ri- this is a cover. And then it hit me. It's the Kanye West song off 808s and Heartbreak. Memories made in the coldest winter. But they do a great Goodbye, job. Goodbye, my friend. Will I ever love again? That album, 808s and Heartbreak, was way ahead of its time, in my opinion. It came out a year too early. That was before Autotune blew up and became this huge thing. He was the first person to actually use Autotune. And people were like, what the fuck is this? And then they hated on Kanye for that. And then now when you go back and listen to that album, people are like, this album is fucking amazing. Like, he knew it. He's he a genius. It. So like, And it's the only al- it's one of the only albums except for his religious album he just put out. Aside from the religious album, this is the only album where he doesn't cuss at all in the album. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Um, and also this Christmas celebration we did with my mom and my dad – Mom likes Kanye, apparently. So yeah, apparently. And then <laughs> she's I like, play- "Oh, I like this version too." Yeah, so I played the I played the Kanye version for her, and she's like, "Oh wow," she's like, "I kind of like it better." I'm like, yeah. So mom's a Kanye fan now. As, as a lot of people would be if he would just keep his fucking mouth shut. He can't help it. I and know. we just saw a funny. What was it? A TikTok or something? Can we bring this <laughs> up? A, Can we bring you? We you say it better. So you, it? Uh, so it's a TikTok, and it's like Kim K and uh kanye and they're getting interviewed i guess Mm -hmm. and kim k goes you know i've never she's like i love her pool but i've never swam in it and And kanye's Kanye's face face was like he's like on his phone or something and he like looks over and is like confused smiles like what (laughs) and she's like yeah and we don't have a hot tub either so no jacuzzi and and kanye's like oh my god can you believe we don't have a jacuzzi like making fun of her so great yeah it is great so realistic like it's like kanye is so down to earth, I think, kind of, or came mm-hmm. at least from down to earth roots. Mm-hmm. He just, you know, got a little bit of He's got baggage. He's issues. got a little bit of baggage, yeah, which is totally fine. And you never know, and you never, you never know. It could all be a giant publicity. No, stunt. I think he's got baggage. Right, but you also have to think that every time he puts out an album, he says something fucked up. Oh, like, for right sure. Right before he puts out an album, he will go out and say something fucked up. Oh, for sure. He doesn't... All of those things, yeah. 
I think all of those things are stunts, but I think that he definitely has. Right. I say baggage in the most loving way possible. Right. I'm just saying it as like lightheartedly as I can. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, we all have it. Right. He just is public knowledge about mm-hmm. it. Well, and when he uh, came out as a non-Trump supporter, that he actually never <laughs> supported Trump. He was just using Trump to get his friends like out of jail. Um, you didn't hear anything about that. No. You didn't hear anything about that and in the news. And it's like, Kanye, I would and, have done it too. I respect is, you actually for that. And this is actually, this is, but this is how biased like the media is. The media only plays in to like what fits their agenda. And good guy Kanye does not fit their agenda. No, he doesn't Bad exist. guy Kanye is the only thing that fits their agenda. Like, oh, look at this asshole again. But when he does something great, you never hear about the charity work that he, that he or even Kim Kardashian. Well, I was going to say they have a huge, uh, I don't know if it's Kim or all the Kardashians, but like since her dad was a lawyer and all of the shit, they have like a very, I don't even know what it's called, but it's like, like small marijuana, petty, petty drug charges and shit. It's like, they've been bailing people out of jail for for a long time. If you actually do the research and go through like Google and shit and actually look up the good things that Kanye West and Kim Kardashian have actually done, I think it actually outweighs the bad. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, I'm. I don't love. I don't love Kanye, and I don't love Kim K. Yeah. But I don't dislike them because right. they. I de- Like I think deep down they're genuine, genuinely. But it real people. It doesn't fit that media narrative nah, though. Not at all. Just like Andrew Schultz just said on his on that Netflix show, it's like the media divides us. Like. Oh, for sure. And if it doesn't fit their agenda, they're not going to talk about it, and they're just going to keep pushing it to the side. How do you think politics work? Exactly. Exactly. What's your number three? My number three is Happy Christmas War is Over by John Lennon and the cover version by Miley Cyrus. Both are great. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know how the song goes. I mean, it's just great. And Miley does. This is one of the best covers I've ever ever heard. This is one of the best songs Miley has ever done. Miley kills that song. That's what I wanted on her new album is that Miley. I wanted that Miley. Like badass Miley Mm -hmm. on it. And the new album just ended up being pink. I want a Miley. grungy Miley that's like the what? Miley Miley Cyrus could totally pull off a grunge album if she like really wanted to, but it, it's her fucking record label and her producers that don't want to do it. And it, I feel like that's so sad because like then her new album came out and it generated a lot of buzz on like the first day or like week. And have you heard about it since? I don't think I've heard one song from it. But have you heard about no. like her having a new album nope. since? Nope. It's just dead in the water. Like nobody cares because the album is terrible. It is one of the worst albums. So this that album came out what two or three weeks ago? I think yeah. we were going to talk about it on the podcast, but we ended up moving. Yeah, and, and all this shit. That was going to be my heel was Miley putting out that album and not having you have Joan Jett on the fucking album how are you not gonna do a badass rock song with Joan Jett and it doesn't sound like Joan Jett I mean it sounds like her but like the feel of it is like there's good parts to the song don't get me wrong but it's like they it's like a skeleton of a song it's and then you have the people on the internet who say like oh Miley can't sing or she's not talented oh fuck them and the same people say the same thing about Billie Eilish and stuff and it's like Billie Eilish's voice is fucking beautiful it's so dark and haunting that it's fucking beautiful like and you're listening to the songs that they play on the radio when you're not even going through and actually taking the time to listen to the rest of her album when she's actually singing on the album instead of like rapping or like auto-tuned like she's actually singing like the song i wish you were gay by her on the album 
oh my god she her voice in that song is so hauntingly beautiful that it sounds like it's like an artist from like almost the 19 like 40s or yeah something. Mm-hmm. like she does an amazing job like she has i don't know i just i always get it like weirdly like irritated by people that say that miley cyrus and billy eilish aren't like actually talented because like they are extremely talented oh uh, very very much so yeah. and as much as i hate ariana grande she's extremely talented as well i'm sorry if you're a fucking like singer you're talented and minus ashley simpson yeah exactly. well, yeah <laughs> There's a couple exceptions to the rule, but... But if you're like a fat ass sitting in your mom's basement and just tweeting about stuff or Facebooking about stuff, you're a fucking loser. If you you purposely go on social media just to rip on people, I think you're a fucking loser. And especially the people going after Billie Eilish about her fucking wearing a tank top with no bra and her looking... I'm doing air quotes, chubby. Um... Okay. Wouldn't you like be we're, happy? We're real people. Okay. No, but, like, She's a real person. Wouldn't you be happy to see that? Like she looks great. Like shut the fuck up. But, like, <laughs> but it's like the thing. It's like in wrestling. It's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like shouldn't wouldn't people be even happier because she looks like a normal fucking human? Like being? body positivity. Let's all be she, body positive. Right, and then as soon as a real person in the celebrity limelight mm-hmm. becomes a real person they're like oh she's too fat and it's like well you're you're the problem you like, you are the fucking problem you fucking negative nancy right and there was a person <laughs> when john mulaney checked in the rehab this past week there was people on twitter being like oh fuck him he did he did this to himself and it's like fuck you you fucking douchebags just because they're a celebrity doesn't mean that they're not human also that's actually should have been my heel was these fucking losers on social media that think that if a celebrity has issues or something like that, they think like they should be superhuman and just push through because they have money. No, motherfucker. Money doesn't buy you happiness. That's why you see so many celebrities that have killed themselves because they're not happy. Because money doesn't buy them their happiness. What were we just talking about where it's like, what were we, we were just talking about something where it's like people expect so much of celebrities when they're just really people and it's like i would hate to be oh it was talking about like reviews or something do you remember and it was like i would hate to see negative reviews of myself on the internet when i know it was about like singing uh it was about a singer wasn't it yeah it's like they they thought that they had done a good job and Mm -hmm. then people came back and like backlashed them or something Mm -hmm. oh i wish i could remember i don't know but that's why a lot of i mean if you see a lot of singers and stuff they really don't have a personal like twitter because they just stay off of social media because it's just so so fucking toxic i think i would too and it's like also people who like attack physical fucking appearance get the fuck out of here especially when you're fucking born with it like you're born with a big nose that's what i'm saying big ears the people that are saying these things like somebody oh it was like the charlotte flair thing like oh oh look who came back charlotte flair came back this past weekend at the tlc pay-per-view and like, oh, the plastic, oh, she got more plastic surgery done. That's what it done. was. That's and what I'm it like, was. Yeah, because this is why I got yeah. kicked off Facebook for three days. Because I'm like, why? Are you, how the fuck are you going to body shame somebody when you when you weigh fucking 400 pounds and you have a fucking forehead that's the size of a six head? How the fuck can you, how the fuck can you body shame anybody when you look like that? Well, nobody should be body shaming anybody. I know, but that's what I mean. Like, nobody, like, you sh- nobody should be body shaming anybody. But, motherfucker, I'm going to call you out if you look like that. Like, I'm sorry. If you look 
I don't. I'm, I know I'm body shaming now, but it's like <laughs> fuck. If you look like that and you call somebody else out who's actually beautiful, but they're obviously self conscious about their looks and stuff to where they feel the need that they need to get this stuff done. I'm gonna call your ass out and like say you shouldn't be talking about anybody's appearance, motherfucker. Like. I mean, yeah, if you dish it, you can take it. Right. Is my Exactly. Opinion. Exactly. Don't get offended when somebody else comes back to you and throws it right back in your face. That's yeah. basically, that's my point. Thank I you know. for saying it better than I did. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I don't even know where we're... We did the thing. We did the thing where we fell down the rabbit hole. We did. We totally did. Um, is it number two? Uh, it's your number two, yes. <laughs> um... Body positivity and fuck everybody else, right? Yes. Um, number two, um, this is kind of a general song, but it's one of my favorites by them. And if you haven't seen them live, which I don't know if you have, but I would highly, highly, highly fucking recommend it because you especially are a concert go- goer. Um, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra with Metallica is fucking mind-blowing. Like, holy shit. I don't shit. think I have seen that. Oh, my God. I've seen it two or three times. And obviously, the ones that I saw, I don't think Metallica actually toured, but they used Metallica riffs and guitarists and, you know, people who train with that. Um, but Carol of the Bells. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Oh, my God. If you see it live, it's like they have a light show and it's like fucking like eight guitars on on the eight, eight guitar, guitars. guitars on stage. But yeah, anything Trans-Siberian Orchestra makes my top two um, highlights Carol of the Bells. Right. Nice, nice, nice. Yep. Uh, into my top two, my um, my number two. That was your number two. That was my number two. Uh, my number two is "Christmas Treat" by Tracy Morgan, Chris Kattan, Jimmy Fallon, and Horatio Sands, That's and also covered by Julian Casablancas. Uh, but I wish, it, yeah, it's called "Christmas Christmas Treat," but it's. I wish it was Christmas today. I wish it was Christmas today. Oh, oh, which we actually played at the beginning of today's show. That's how we came in. It's just, I love it. It's like, it's always been, when I was a little kid, that was like my favorite, aside from like Wayne's World Night at the Roxbury, that was my favorite like SNL skit. I mean, that's a very kid-friendly skit and also very adult-friendly. two, one, two, three, four, two, two, three, four. We just need two more people, and we can complete the Halloween costume for 2021. So mm-hmm. we'll take some, uh, some. Uh, I'm blanking. Some people volunteers, <laughs> I guess. Whatever. It's great because especially because they would do that skit like after Christmas or like well before Christmas. Like I think they did it on like an Easter. I was going to say they did it like Easter and Thanksgiving. Yeah. 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 It was great. It was great every time they did it. It was the same thing every single time. I think they recently did it again, like, I want to say, like, five years ago they did it, mm-hmm. like, recently. It's just great. Uh, I love that. Uh, before we get into our number one songs, I asked on Facebook, what is your favorite Christmas song and what is your least favorite favorite Christmas song? I'm just going to go through and read what they said. Uh, Rob Freyot said, my favorite is the most wonderful, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the most Classic. wonderful time of the year. And his least favorite is All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Uh, such a controversial song. Uh, Mike Howington said best is the Beef Wellington remix of Happy Holidays by Bing Crosby. Uh, or Hip Hop Autonomous for Christmas. And the worst Christmas, the worst is Christmas Rapping by The Waitresses. And the second place isn't even close. LOL. What? 
He said the worst Christmas song is Christmas Wrapping by the Waitresses, and the second place worst, second worst Christmas song is even close to how bad this song is. Basically. I don't think I've heard that one. I don't think I have either, and I'm afraid to play it. Uh, Ryan Wilson <laughs> said he posted a gif of the Grinch saying, how about no? Oh, he's a Grinch. Uh, Zane Smigala said Christmas Eve Sarajevo by Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Yeah. And my least favorite is probably Mr. Grinch. He has a mean one. Mr. The Grinch. one that I put on our Christmas playlist, honorable mention, is actually uh, on mine. Okay, we'll go through. Uh, Trisha Lombardo has a bunch of them. Uh, the Christmas Song by Nat King Cole or Michael Bublé. Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Winter Wonderland by Eurythmics. Uh, Winter Heimel by Pentaco- uh How do you pronounce her name? Pentatonics. Pentatonics. Oh, Come Ye Faithful by Pentatonix. Uh, oh, Come, Oh, Come, Emmanuel by Kelly Clarkson. The Prayer by Celine Dion. Uh, Silent Night by Andrea Baselli. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Santa, Bring Back My Baby to Me by Elvis. Just to name a few. That's what she said with the winky face. Oh, wow. And she said her least favorite is All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. Oh, my God. It's such a good one. People hate that song because of how overplayed I it know. is. If that song wasn't overplayed, nobody would hate that song. That is true. It's a it's a great song. Uh, Mark Nicholson said best Christmas song is Santa Baby by Everclear. Yes, Everclear. Great version. That's what he said. <laughs> uh, Sarah Wheeler. Congrats on the engagement, by the way. She said her favorites are Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC and uh, What Christmas Means to Me by Stevie Wonder. That's oh, I forgot about that song. That's, mm, a, that's a good one. That's a good one. And her least favorite is Last Christmas by Wham. I'd have to hear it. Mike Wissinger. I saved this one for last because I was cracking up at this. And so was Greg. He's, I used to work with Mike at Apex IT. Okay. Um, he said that Paul McCartney abomination, <laughs> wonderful Christmas time, should be grounds for revoking radio station broadcast licenses. I don't. I know it's problematic. But there are some charming renditions of Baby It's Cold Outside. <laughs> well, okay. I just thought it was so, just so great how he reversed it. He said that much why uh-huh. he hates that one first. He's like, but on the other hand. <laughs> the most hated song. <laughs> uh, and do you have any honorable mentions you want to shout out? I actually have three. So the first one is You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. Um not by the original Dr. Seuss people. Um, it's by Small Town Titans, and it's like a grunge. The guy's voice is so deep, and it's so like creepy and gross, but awesome at the same time. So that's honorable mention number one. Um, honorable mention number two and number three are off of the Blue album that I keep referencing. And I'm not exactly sure what they are because they are in different languages, but I'm sure they're like Jesus or something. Mm-hmm. Um, one is Gaudete, which I think is like praise him or something, but it's Latin and it's like a Gregorian, Gregorian choir. Even saying. No, but I, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Gregorian. Am I saying that correctly? I think so. Um, and then Terra Firma, which is still kind of Gregorian, but it's kind of funky, but they are both in either, either instrumental or they're both, um, in Latin. So. Those are my two honorable mentions, three honorable mentions, but those two are not Christmassy, but if they're on the Christmas album, so that counts. Uh, My honorable mentions are Christmas Time, Don't Let the Bells End by The Darkness. Yes, The Darkness that sings, I believe in a thing called love, just listen to the rhythm of my heart. 
that song. Okay. Uh, Jingle Bell Rock by Bing Crosby. Um, Christmas Song by Escape the Fate, which is like a hard rock, like heavy metal Christmas song. Uh, I Won't Be Home for Christmas by Blink-182. Backdoor Santa by B.B. King. And it's Christmas All Over Again by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Oh, that one kind of irritates me. I know. Well, trust me, we know. No, no. It's Christmas. Yeah, that one. All over again. All right. Number one. What's your number one? My number one. Oh, best... wait, I got another honorable mention. Uh, I Believe in Father Christmas by you two. Okay. okay. What's your... Uh... Okay. Go ahead. My number one is the best Christmas song ever fucking made ever. It's so fucking good. So fucking unique. I've listened to it for oh, I have like another honorable mention. 15 years straight. Christmas maybe 20 years. Kanye West. 20 years straight. It's been fucking great. God rest ye merry gentlemen by the bare fucking naked ladies. Oh my God. I cannot fucking talk. My ass mouth is so bad tonight. Bare naked fucking ladies. I forgot about that song actually. God, it's so good. It's my favorite song ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. Top. Ever. Top ever. everything. Ever. Ever. That's it. That's your number one? Yes. My number one, I think, I think bar none. This is the best Christmas song. I wonder ever, what it is ever made. Even, I wonder wh- no, who it's e- by. But even the original version, I don't even think. I don't think people. I don't think other songs even come close to the original version. Even that's how much I like. I really like this song. I've only heard it every day since November twenty fifth. But baby, please come home by Darlene Love is my number one song by Darlene Love. It's the original. Okay. But Baby Please Come Home by U2 is the best Christmas song I think ever made. Um, no, it's definitely God Rest You Merry Gentlemen. No. Uh, Baby Please Come Home is, I think, it's just like even the original song is just so fucking good. It's just a good, like a really good song. And U2 does such a great job of covering that song on the Red Very Special Christmas album. Um, I like how you're calling it the red CD now. It is, the, but it is the red <laughs> one. That's how people know it. Um, it's just, I just think it's the best song, especially at the end of the night before the movie with Seth Rogen and Joseph Gordon Love and Anthony Mackie. When that song plays at the end of that movie, I'm like, this is just such a fucking great song. Like, I mean, it is, and it didn't make my list because I knew you were going mean, to do it. There I knew are some, it was going to be your number one. But there one. are some terrible fucking covers of that song. Like, bad fucking covers of that song. Like, just don't do it anymore. Like, just leave that song alone. It's good. It's in good hands with Darlene Love and you too. Like, just leave it alone. But that is my number one song. And those are your top 20 Christmas songs told by Tricky and KDK and Naked Lady in our opinions, respectively. Uh, my will, opinion's better. I will actually, I'm going to make a uh, playlist now after we are done recording this. And it's going to be posted. All right, cool. I just got to make the cover art for it. The fart, the cover what? art, the co- cover fart. What's the cover art mean? What does that mean? cover art for yeah. Spotify? Yeah, like the cover, like the actual playlist, like logo, like the artwork. Oh, Jesus, what the fuck do you think it means? I don't do that shit. I know you don't. Um, yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you believe in happy no christmas holidays as will hobbs said on sammy guevara's 300th blog happy kwanzaa motherfucker there you go um 
Watch the night before if you haven't. Watch Christmas Vacation. Uh, let's hit him with our one, two, three finish, and let's get out of here. Uh, my number one is fuck everybody who says Bono still can't sing. Um, no shit. I just remember that when you brought up uh, him covering that song. Was it recently that it he did that? It was literally like last week uh, he was on an Irish talk show singing Baby Please Come Home, and they did a, an acoustic version of Walk On also. And Bono sounds fucking fantastic on it. I'm sorry. If you're a U2 fan, Bono could sound like poop and you should still like it. And just be like, oh, it wasn't his best live performance. Um, But he sounded fucking good. So fuck off too. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Enjoy the season. Um, Jesus is, I don't know, whatever you believe. Um, Family is where it's all at. And three... Um, not getting into specifics, but just sending all the good vibes out there in the, into the world, uh, for people going through a hard time this year. So lots of 2020 bad shit has happened. And I just, um, sending good thoughts into 2021, hoping that we can kind of all come together and figure it out and heal. So, okay. uh, my number one hockey is back. Baby, love it. Hockey's come back. Well, Junior's Friday. Love it. Finally, we got hockey back. Uh, number two, I broke my streak. I didn't lose. I didn't lose my parlay by fucking thirteen weeks in a row because I didn't bet this week. I was so gonna say, I, did we? Did we win? I broke. I broke my. <laughs> I purposely broke my streak so I because I purposely didn't bet this week. So streak's broken. Now watch me go back to betting this week and then I lose it by one again. Yep, that's. That's your luck. Mm-hmm. Fuck the Saints. Um, and number three, um, have a safe holidays. That's all I got to say. All right. Fuck Christmas. Let's go Halloween. Um, <gasps> I will murder you. Like, you literally, you will not make it next year. on Offended Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Offended Pod. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Trick1042. You can follow KDK Naked Lady on Twitter at... Naked Lady with two eyes. I haven't posted, but maybe I'll post like a... I don't know, something something for you all to follow. A naked lady photo. Go check out the new house episode that dropped. Um, it was the season one finale. Season two, coming 2021. Yeah. Uh, make sure you go follow wherever you're listening to this podcast on, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Just by, you can find us just by searching Offended. Uh, make sure you go check out anythingbutcredible.com for all your podcasts and network needs. You can find the Offended Podcast. You can find Anything But Credible Podcast. You can find the Going Off Topic Podcast all on there. Uh, make sure you go check out podcastmo.com as well for all the Missouri podcasts out there. And that about does it. Make sure you go check out our playlists uh, exclusively on Spotify at, at Offended Presents Songs of the Week. Uh, we will return with Songs of the Week in two weeks. Because uh, next week is going to be our top 20 songs of the year. So you don't want to really. No fucking pressure. Yeah. Top 20 songs of the year for 2020 uh, will be next week. So make sure you tune in and check that out. Uh, we are back to a regular schedule. But yeah. Uh, and make sure to go check out our new playlist, which should be out by the time you listen to this. Offended Presents Christmas Songs. Merry fucking Christmas. And it will be in no particular order on that playlist, too. And make sure to shuffle through the playlist because we're going to put duplicates of the same song just by different artists on that playlist. I think that's a sound choice. Yep. All right. Well, happy holidays. I hope you guys get fucking coal and nothing for Christmas.
You're so mean, you little bitch. I know. I know. Well, for anyway, for Katie, Katie, Naked Lady, I'm Tricky. This has been Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. If I didn't say your holiday. Happy no holiday. Tough shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, to play you out in its entirety is my number one song, our Christmas song, Baby, Please Come Home by you 2 We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye, bitches. It's Christmas. Baby, please come home. Oh.